Do you like to be the first name of your sex tape? Well, if you like to be the first to listen to podcasts, you might want to check out our Patreon because now we're offering a brand new membership tier called Name of Your Sex Tape. I couldn't help it, guys. I'm sorry. For five pounds a month, you'll get an ad-free version of our weekly episode on a Tuesday, a full day earlier than its usual release. So you can be the very first to talk about how funny our guest was, how quickly you cracked the case, or how badly I answered a question. Plus, you'll get all the benefits of our regular tier, including our live Zoom records, a special shout out on the podcast, and if you really like to hear us talk, we've got an entire back catalog of extra content. Check it out on patreon.com forward slash drunk women solving crime. Name of your sex tape. Name of your sex tape. Name of your sex tape. Fancy coming along to see Drunk Women Solving Crime live? Ooh, yes please. Why not join us for our monthly London residency at the marvellous Museum of Comedy? We've got monthly shows through to June. Plus, every show is a double header, so you get to see us record not one, but two episodes with two fantastic guests. You can find tickets on our website, drunkwomensolvingcrime.com. Shows are selling out fast, so be quick. Noise. Noise. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Drunk Women Solving Crime. My name's Katie Wilkins and I'm an author and comedian. I'm joined by screenwriter Hannah George. Hello. And writer-comedian Taylor Glenn. Hello. This is where Brandy meets bludgeoning, Mimosa meets misdemeanour and Port meets prostitution. It's a true crime podcast with a twist of lime. Coming up on Drunk Women Solving Crime. It's a little bit of a humble brag, this whole thing. It's like, I'm going to strip you and see what's happening under there. (laughs) That's how we have fun. I promised you a ghost. I remember thinking at the time, stupid. (laughs) (laughs) Now it's time for Drunk Women Solving Crime. Welcome to another episode of Drunk Women Solving Crime. We are joined by the fantastic comedy producer, Gina Lyons. Gina! Myself. Uh, yeah, yes, to me. Yes. This, this is actually a live show and only the four of us like that. <laughs> so. yeah. Yeah. Even my husband didn't buy a ticket. We got one question, Gina. Have you ever been the victim of a crime? Yes. 
I have to elaborate now, don't I? Yes. Do you want to say, yes I ideally, ideally so. Yeah. Um, so, as you you guys know, but for the listeners, when I was on my honeymoon, I got drunk and bought a hotel. Do you remember that? Oh my God, yes, yes this is amazing. And this is my little uh, party trick for the listeners at home. Trick. Google, drunk couple buys hotel. <laughs> That's all you need. Yeah, yeah thank you. I yeah, it sounds quite this. drunk womeny, isn't it? Um, <laughs> on that same trip, which was like a month-long trip around Sri Lanka, and then we did a week in the Maldives, as we sort of come to the end of the um, uh, the Sri Lanka trip, I went and I was producing a show for ITV2 that no one saw. Um, I was producing a show at the time. It was very good. It's called The Great Christmas Rant, if you want to have a look. No, don't. Um, so I was producing this show right up until I was flying out to Sri Lanka. So I didn't have my feet done. You know, like your holiday feet. Oh, yeah. So I Did thought... you shave your big toe? Shave your big toe, get your shellac done, just scrape off all the, you know, holiday feet. No? All Hannah does is shave her big toe. Yeah, all yeah, yeah, all she does. We all have different levels. <laughs> Just goes to a spa and says, there's the big toe. <laughs> and there's a bic. Knock yourself out. Um, no, so she, so I hadn't done my holiday feet, but I thought it was fine. I'm going to Sri Lanka thinking it must be like Thailand, you know, where there's a little nail spot every there. corner. There's not. So I spent the three weeks with, with really manky feet. And then right at the end of the Sri Lanka trip, I walked past this little nail place. And I was like, oh, my God, Mark, I'm going to get my feet done. And we went in and we made friends with the three guys that worked there. There was like an owner who was sort of like in his 40s and two young guys in their 20s. Ooh. And you don't know where this is going, do you? You could go no. anywhere. <laughs> is it a foot crime? I'm still thinking about all the holidays where I've had shitty feet. I, I, I know. I, I feel sorry for Toby right now. <laughs> Manky feet are for, is for home time only. And I'm having feet done and having like manicures and all that. And um, we got chatting to them and they were really friendly and they were really interested about us going to the Maldives, like where are we staying and all this lot. And then they invited us back. They said, oh, come back, you smoke weed. This is the, this is the disclaimer. Okay. Everybody, there's mention of weed. Um, no, there is... <laughs> trigger they, warning in case trigger you've warning. had a really relaxed evening one time. <laughs> You're really upset. Yeah. It's, it's legal in half the places now. They can't touch you. Yeah, no, they, and also, or, or, or can well, I have said it was like <laughs> Right. Which is not legal. In, but I don't, okay. maybe it is. Okay. I don't know. Um, I don't think we need to chew the bone on that. Right. Cool. I would have said yes. We all would have said yes. <laughs> so me and my husband, we sort of went, okay, bye, went off. And, and then the next day it was raining. So we go, oh, let's go and, you know, go and have a smoke some weed with these guys. So they shot the shop and we went to the back room, which was like a weird massage room. And we all just sat on this one massage bed. <laughs> Very weird. And they smoked weed like 14-year-old boys in Northampton did growing up, where they, they bonged. So right. we, so oh, we, my god! So we're all bonging and it's going around. And you know, like a weird sort of Zac Efron movie where the lights are really good and it's all yeah. slow-mo and it's like... Ha, 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 and there's all this weird... Is that just how you see Zac Efron movies? It's all it's of them. She's always yeah, stoned. Why is he taking his top off? <laughs> Which he does in about eight movies. Um, <laughs> so we're all getting stoned. One of the guys is talking to me about what they do in the Maldives and how they smuggle drugs. And the other guy, uh, the older guy, sort of tells him off. In, I don't speak Sri Lankan, but you can right. understand when someone's being told off. A bit, I imagined it being like, you're, you're telling her too much. So yeah. it's getting all disjointed, dis, you know, distorted and weird. My husband's oblivious to all of it. It's a lovely time with his bomb. And I'm like, this is weird. And then I noticed one of them put something in my bag. Oh, <gasps> shit. And I said, what's that? And they all just act like it, all three of them just reacted and they passed it to each other like a little comedy skit. Like, wow. Back of the, you know, back of their arms. And they were like, oh, nothing, nothing. Quick, have some more, have some more. And I started putting two and two together. Oh, I missed a massive bit, damn it. 
Dave was saying to me, we've got a friend in Naldi's and we, he would like to see you and take you on his submarine and go to his hotel. <laughs> I can't really okay, that so out. Big, the submarine bit. The submarine. submarine. I was like, all I could think of, I really want to go on a submarine. Um, so then I didn't Amazing. think, what's this guy with this tiny little nail shop? How does he know a, a hotelier <laughs> in the Maltese? With this a sort of like, great. I didn't, yeah. So we were stoned, to be fair. So I start thinking, hang on a minute. They put something in my bag. He's talking about a submarine and his mate. And how, how does this guy know a hotelier? And if you own a hotel in the Maldives, you own an island because they're right. Wild. Uh, yeah, yeah. Ooh. So I start thinking, you know, I, I catch up. And so I said, I'm really sick, we need to go home. Mark's like, no, don't be silly, don't be silly. They'd taken the thing out of my bag. And as we left, I sort of told Mark everything and he didn't believe it. But oh. I remembered that I'd already added them all on Facebook. <laughs> so the next day, I messaged one, oh of, us, one of the young lads and he admitted everything. Oh, wow. Yeah. So wow. we nearly were drug smugglers <gasps> from Sri Lanka to the Maldives. What which kind what, of drugs? I'm imagining cocaine because yeah. it was a small package, yeah. high value. I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And certainly yeah, yeah, yeah. that checks I've out. Seen, I've seen three men and a baby. Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, so that's that. That's I think he's still on my Facebook, to be fair. Lovely guy. Bonkers. Yeah, good story, isn't it? Yeah. So that was quite an eventful... Honeymoon. So, yeah, you bought a pub and then you nearly smuggled probably cocaine. cocaine. Yeah. Wow. How is this not a script yet, Taylor? <laughs> <laughs> um, we are working on it. It's called Hotel Hangover. Oh True story. My God. Uh, yeah. That's picturing just your emotional journey in this tiny room and then picturing your husband just like, what? It's a great time. Like, just oblivious. And you, I did think afterwards, well, if you're a multimillionaire, party boy living or going to the Maldives and you want some cocaine, someone's going to bring it to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it would have been me. <gasps> yeah. They'd had their way. But imagine if I'd gone through with it and I'd gone to these mates' hotel and I'd gone on a submarine. That guy still doesn't own a submarine. Like, we need to put that out there straight away. <laughs> no, like, what will they be impressed by? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, he didn't, no, he didn't own jack shit. Like, like it, also, what would, when you got there, hoping for a submarine ride, <laughs> is it going to be a canoe? What are they going to no. do? Yeah, with a hole in oh, it. Just, I just need to see your bag to just check to make sure you haven't got anything dangerous oh here you go here's a canoe yeah yeah, <laughs> also, yeah. Like, the idea, actually we talked about this the other day Taylor that you don't like clean out your handbag for like months and months at a time so it would work oh, with no, you yeah. yes but like I sort of feel like <laughs> would you, you like, the idea that horror. <laughs> <laughs> like, hoarder handbags are the target but the thing is if you weren't going into the Maldives until a couple of days later I you know. would have found that stash surely women look That's in their handbags thought, right but he did admit it all because was like, why would he put it just in your bag? And what if you emptied it? And da, da, da. yeah, but women never look in their bags. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they don't sound very good at what they do. Well, no. but I, I feel like that was a beta testing of their plan <laughs> to <laughs> smuggle drugs. Oh, yeah. Small. Nice. yeah, yeah. Also, I'm terrified of going on a submarine anyway, but I don't want to go on a, like a coked out submarine tour either no. <laughs> I don't think I like the idea of those two things coming together no, no, they yeah don't that go, doesn't feel like natural a lot of things don't go with cocaine to be fair yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Gina we ask one more question on this podcast Ooh, yeah. if you had the perps what would you say to them? But it sort of sounds like you're friends with them, really. <laughs> well, because normally it's somebody that's been mugged or something. Oh, right. But like... What would you yeah, send them no, that I, Facebook message? Yeah, <laughs> like, hey... Or like um, Candy Crush? I, I think they are opportunists, and I quite like people like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It sounds like, yeah. I just think people know. I know, we can't all be legal all the time, can we? <laughs> yeah. People have got 
pressure and stuff. Yeah, yeah, don't. Yeah, the listeners, also, Gina did the best eye roll as she said that it can't be legal all the time. I'm actively looking for ways of doing illegal activity that I can get away with to screw the Tories all the time. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, we were hopefully, but literally, I was just on the phone to my sister trying to buy a house. That was me trying to touch wood, by the way. Yeah, yeah right, no, this is a plastic that, table. Um, You're out of luck. Touch plastic. <laughs> and um, stamp duty. 18 grand straight to the Tories. No, I don't want to pay it. Oh, it's bonkers. Yeah. I'm going to have to, but... Yeah, unless, yeah. You, unless anyone listening knows a way that I don't have to pay it. All right, email us in <laughs> yeah. or tweet us. Is there a way around stamp duty just to the Tories? And have you gone on a submarine ride? I'd like yeah. to ask. Yes. Yeah. Have we been, are we wrong about the submarine? Is that a Tory submarine? Also, like, and nobody does holiday feet, right? I just need to know. Mate, do you know what? Feet. I don't do holiday feet. I've, oh. Listen, I've only recently heard about it, and I heard somebody calling it hose toes. <laughs> I was like, shit, that's me then. <laughs> but I have done shellac toes in the past, but I've also not done it at all. Taylor, do you do holiday feet? I do do holiday feet. Thank God, yeah. there's what? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, see, you guys, you guys are so classy. I used to get mani-pedis every... I sound like such an asshole. Yeah. That's my name, Detective Asshole. I used to get <laughs> mani-pedis like every week in New York because they were yeah. so cheap. Yeah. And it's fun. I do it a lot <laughs> less here, but if it's a holiday, like that's my 100 excuse yeah. for it. Yeah. All right, I'm you guys treat at you, Hannah, <laughs> for the wedding. We're gonna go get your wedding feet done. Oh mate! Oh, I did do it I'm for my wedding. That. Yeah. Oh, okay. You weren't gonna. <gasps> I wasn't oh, even God. gonna do my what fingers. What else do I need to do? I'm gonna strip you and see what's happening under there. <laughs> All right. Wow. Holy shit! You're having the whole. Oh. Okay, look, do everything. Before this turns into all of the film, the teen films from the late 90s. <laughs> Take your glasses off, pull your hair down. We've got to crack on with some true crime. Now it's time for drunk women solving crime. So, I have got a case here for you guys. Now, I this case starts horribly. Ooh. Um, We're in. There's no, there's no way around that. Can't pull a punch. Um, you got to stay with me through the slightly darker stuff. I'm excited because then it's kind of interesting at the end. Because <laughs> that's what that's the voyeurism, right? That's why we're all here. No. Uh, now, there also there is possibly a ghost. So, <laughs> oh, there's definitely a ghost. okay. Right, so there we go. Um, I was like a ghost heads up. So we start with so we're starting. I've explained. So this is true crime, though. So, Just hop you know, in, babe. I'm not Let's responsible for your choices now, <laughs> but but also I'm sorry because this is horrible. So I'm not sassy yet. It's work in progress, right? Mm -hmm. uh, so we're straight with some gore. I'm afraid this case starts with a bludgeoning. Uh, now, in the early hours of April 26, 1871, a 17-year-old girl was found bleeding and barely conscious on a street in Eltham, southeast London. Mm -hmm. Uh, she'd been bludgeoned with a hammer. They found the hammer nearby. Uh, they were able to determine that was the murder weapon. And something else was found near the scene of the crime, which was puzzling. So my first question is, what puzzling item was also found at the scene? Was it a submarine? <laughs> <laughs> was it a mobile phone in 18? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Time travellers. <laughs> oh, gosh. Because I always say, like, a watch or a timepiece is my first guess, but if it was puzzling, then I'm not sure. Was, was it a puzzle? Was it a puzzle? <laughs> Who's the jigsaw killer? <laughs> was it a screwdriver? And, it, you know, it's part of a... Set. Part of a... Yeah. <laughs> Be like, well, they didn't use that one at all. Yeah. Um, oh, it's a whole bloody tool belt. Um, <laughs> this case just blew wide open. None of you have got it. It what? was her purse. <laughs> but... What was puzzling was that it was full of money. Right. So that made it look like oh. robbery was not a motive. 
Um, oh, I thought like, because I was like, that's a bit sexist. Women can earn money. But then I was like, oh, it's because they didn't steal it. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. No. On its own, it. not puzzling. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, but she hadn't been robbed. And I'm just going to quickly <laughs> rip this band aid off. There was no sign of a sexual motive for the attack. Yay. Oh, um, that's so great. not for so, the shag and not for the money. Yeah. So girl, someone knows her. Right, yeah. this is it. See, this nice. is it. Detective Lyons. Oh, boy. Um, okay, now, this uh, girl slash woman is taken to hospital. She is identified as Jane Maria Coulson. She survived in hospital for four more days. Before she died, she made a revelation. Oh Question, gosh. what did she say before she died? Her dad did it. Dad? Oh, that's if it was something Rob, to do Rob. with who did it at all like if she'd kept quiet for four days that makes me think that she doesn't know who did it like it makes... she was in and out of consciousness yeah or is it someone she doesn't want people to know about even though she's she knows she's gonna die but was was she having an affair and it was the guy <gasps> okay well, it's paramore okay so we've got paramore we've got dad and we've got <gasps> did she just i've always do you sometimes think about what your last words will be if you're like, if you knew you were going to die and you're like, people are going to remember this, I've got to say something cool. Weird. Yeah. And funny. Yeah. Yeah. Rosebud. <laughs> so was, yeah, was it something that's, that's actually nothing to do with the murder? It's just more to do with what she wanted to be remembered for. Um, okay, lovely. Deep. Um, again, no one is quite, you guys are sort of actually half right, but not quite. Um, and we're going to keep the suspense going. Oh, what okay. she said was that the killer was one Edmund Pook. Uh, now, who is Edmund Pook? Well, this is, we all thought you were going to say poop, and we just yeah, have to yeah. put it out there. Yeah, <laughs> Edmund Poop, my love. <laughs> I Mr. Mean, poop. Not a bad nickname. Um, what was he? What? Sorry. Okay, so. Sorry, sorry, sorry. We sorry, need to Katie. talk about Edmund. Uh, now, Jane had begun working for the Pook family from the age of. I can't not hear poop now. Yeah. For some reason, because I, when I did this case, I didn't have to say any of it out loud, so it didn't <laughs> occur to me how similar those two words are. That's, that's how we have fun. <laughs> Um, so she began working for their family uh-huh. from age 14 as a servant and a maid. Now, the, so the grand patriarch of the family is Ebenezer Pook. He owned a, print, a printing business. Uh, with, he had connections to the Times of London. They're rich, posh, fancy people. He had a few children. Uh, one of them was called Edmund Walter Pook. Who she's named. Sorry. Get it out, get it out. Well, because now it's Ebenezer, so I'm like, poop. Ebenezer poop. <laughs> also, you'd be gutted, wouldn't you, if you were like alive in the Victorian days and you were called Ebenezer and you were like, this is like a cool, like really generous guy name, I guess. And then yeah. Dickens writes yeah. Christmas Carol, and you're like, oh, fucking great. Like, Thanks, mate. That's yeah. true. Yeah. It's like Adolf. I think that's about Thanks, all names. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, uh, if you're called, oh, sorry. Yeah, or just, well, any, I was going to say, sorry, but lower the tone. But yeah, yeah, imagine if you It's the a, worst thing Hitler did was ruin Adolf for everyone. See, I called my daughter after Denver the Last Dinosaur. That's nice. Never going to screw that up. Lovely purple dinosaur. Do you know what I mean? What's not yeah. to love? <laughs> I thought that was just where she was conceived. It was no, no, yeah, everyone I've does. Got. We're not the Beckhams. So, <laughs> I know, um, but then your second child is sort of like alleyway. I really thought. <laughs> yeah. Back of the car, yeah. <laughs> love, it. love that kid. And your third child in the butthole, which is me. <laughs> I don't know how that happened. So I'm just going to continue to talk about Edmund. So he supposedly (laughs) suffered from uh, what one of my sources called fits. Um, I just feel like it was very easy to be a doctor in the Victorian age. Like, oh, I diagnose one of the two things we have now, fits. (laughs) 
the and other women's one. problems. Yes, fits and women's problems. Right. He's got the fits. So uh, maybe epilepsy. Well, this is what I I think piecing this together. I'm pretty sure it was epilepsy. Okay. He either didn't want to be left alone or wasn't supposed to be left alone. Which again, I think that leads, feels like epilepsy. Yeah. Um. So he's 20 years old. I think he's three years older than her. Okay. Uh, one source said he worked for his father's printing company, and another source said that he claimed to be a music hall entertainer. So he already sounds pretty shady. Everyone yeah. lies about how well their band's doing. Though, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. With the poops. <laughs> <laughs> um, so earlier that month in April, about three weeks before the attack, Jane was dismissed from the service of the Pook family Uh-oh. after nearly three years of working for them. Mm. Question, what reason did they give for sacking her? Or, or are we asking what did she actually do? Well, I think they're two things. Yeah, so. I no, you are correct. What they say they sacked what was her the for. Accusation? Yeah, what's their fake theft. reason? They say theft. Yeah, that's standard, isn't it? Sort of go to gross like, misconduct. Yeah. Any adv- hitting the boy? Hit it, hit it, the boy. Child yeah. abuse. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. I mean, this money that she's got in her purse—that makes me think maybe oh, she. Yeah. It depends how soon it happened after All she was right. dismissed. Oh, yeah. They planted it. They actually could be some connection there. Um, okay, so they said that she was lazy and generally unpleasant. And one of my sources said that this would have been a shock to anyone that knew Jane because she had a reputation for being the opposite of those things. Well, yeah, and also you don't keep someone for th- all those yeah. years and then you find out they're and lazy. And then they're suddenly lazy. It's like when like, people divorce, like, knobheads, and you think, and they go, oh, he was a dick. It's like, well, yeah, he was always a dick. You married him. Yeah, what's different now? <laughs> you guys have touched on this. What do we think might have happened between Jane and Edmund? An affair. Secret affair? I mean, yes. I'm just, yeah. yeah. It's it, nine times out of ten, it's a secret affair. Usually, mm. if there's um, a horny sprout, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. we've no. got some horny I'm teenagers. I'm on a lot of cocoa uh, <laughs> <laughs> Katie just gave me two. Um, oh, yeah, that was great. After I had about six times. So. And now, Gina, is what we can only describe as a horny sprout. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so she was romantically involved with the son, Edmund. Mm-hmm. Um, now, my first thought was, I don't know how romantic we can call that because they're not like equals. Yeah. You know, that's a yes. classic love story of a terrified teenager that doesn't want to get sacked and the yeah, boss's exactly. son wants a blowjob. Like, yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, it's not a meet cute. But despite my sarcasm, there is actually evidence that they, there were real feelings involved. Aww. The pair, Ebenezer, found out about the affair and he is very angry about this because one of his other children has already married, quote unquote, below his station. Oh, here we go. Um, mm. So he's very adamant that he does not want that happening No, you don't want again. two children, like, marrying for love. You absolutely yeah. don't want <laughs> yeah. that. Two happy to children. Are you mad? Yeah. yeah. What is this? <laughs> Such a good point. So that's why they sack her. So Jane goes mm. to live with her Aunt Elizabeth Trot and her daughter Charlotte, but she's still exchanging letters with Edmund. So question, what does she tell Edmund in one of these letters? She's pregnant. Pregnant. Oh, you've blown this wide open, I yeah. think. Yeah. Can you guys top pregnant? I can't top it, <laughs> but I can think of an alternate, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, she wants to run away with him. She, okay. she proposes eloping. Eloping, yeah. pregnant. I can't believe someone this lazy would write a letter. But, <laughs> <laughs> but I do also think that maybe, maybe she breaks up with him. 
Um, okay. Notoriously, some men yeah. do not um, react that well. Okay. <laughs> yeah. We we may if it is if it was him then um, this and could how be dare emotive. she break up with him? Right. As right. The lowly yeah. 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 Right. Okay. Do you know? Very interesting. Gina is correct. Ooh. She's she's preggers. That's like a movie, isn't it? <laughs> you know, he sort of know where it's going. <laughs> like a Richard Curtis. No, he doesn't do period pieces. Richard Curtis. I'm not sure he does bludgeoning. Yeah, no. That's where he's gone wrong, you know. You need to start a film with a good old bludgeoning. Veer into that a little bit more. I'd love to see his take on this story. Yeah. <laughs> Get their attention. How do you bludgeon <laughs> actually? Like, oh, it's a beautiful <laughs> London street, though. Bludgeon <laughs> Hill. Notting Kill. Come on. Oh, that's good. <laughs> Drunk women solving crime. 
that's definitely a murder weapon and it's covered in blood. Now, the shop that the hammer that sold the hammer, the owner identifies Pook as the man who had purchased this hammer. Okay. Okay. Um, Send somebody else to buy the hammer. I'm just saying. (laughs) And a man matching Pook's description was seen fleeing Kidbrook Lane. Mm -hmm. Question When the police interview Edmund Pook, what does he tell them? He was busy that night. Busy that night? Love it. Yeah, I was going to say he has an alibi. Alibi. He was printing on the printer. (laughs) Yeah. Does he just confess? I don't know, because I'm kind of thinking that he's kind of banged away. He's not trying to hide it in the sense that he's gone and got the murder weapon. He's been seen running away from the scene of the crime. He doesn't actually finish the job, you know, in terms of he runs away before she dies, if if indeed she she was able to sort of say something. I don't think he made it, though. Yeah, no, I think you're right. It was Ebenezer he sent, so he would have sent somebody. He could have sent his son saying, go and buy the hammer. So is Ebenezer trying to frame his son? Wow. Why would you do that, though, if you don't want him to marry a station, but you don't want him being in prison? Oh, yeah, that's a good point. (laughs) He's like, oh, that's through. Damn it. But then also at the same time, that's the thing is if you're trying to get your kids to do things that you don't, they don't want to do, if it is him that murdered them, it's like, well... You're gonna, they're going to end up doing something even worse than this, marrying by this is, this is like how they get people to join the mafia and stuff. It's like, right, you've got to kill this person and then you're one of us or whatever. Yeah, like an initiation. Yeah. yeah. That's what you have to do to be a guest on Drunk Women, actually. Your previous guest, uh, <laughs> gone. When they first interview him, he says that he was somewhere else with someone else, but uh, then he changes the story oh, and he says he wasn't with anyone else, but that he was running home alone because he could feel a fit coming on. Um, now, the clothes that he had worn on the night in question were covered in blood. Oh, Jesus. That's women's problems. <laughs> That's the other category. <laughs> question, how did he explain the blood? Other, you can, if the answer is women's problems, that's, I will accept that. <laughs> did he say he was with a butcher all night? Butcher all night, yeah. <laughs> Name your sex tape. all night. <laughs> did he kill an animal? He killed an animal. Sorry. Yeah. Did he? Okay. No, no, that, oh. is that your answer? <laughs> yeah, yeah, sorry. Okay. Do you have okay, a better way to get red ink for the yeah. printer? <laughs> oh, yeah, maybe red ink in the printer. Okay. I think maybe he would have said that he had a fit and it's his blood. So he fell and he had a fit, fell on his face, oh. his blood went everywhere. Right. Because he had a fit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Mm. Okay. Um... Well, actually, you're the closest, Hannah. Um, he said that he bit his tongue during a fit. Ah, there you go. But, oh. but the police felt that it was much too much blood to be a tongue yeah. bite. Ooh, tongue I don't think he's very good at this. It doesn't sound great. No. Do you know what I mean? He is... This is the beta testing for his murder show. Um, so I guess he did do it? Well, we'll get... So... It's this. It now goes up and down for a bit, but stay with me. We've got some justice and consequences coming. The case went to a coroner's trial first. Question, was Edmund found guilty at the coroner's trial? No. No, from Gina. I don't think so. Posh white rich men <laughs> killing lonely, lowly... Okay. You know, they tend to get away with shizzle, don't they? Yeah, okay, so no. Fair guess. I'm going to say yes, just to be different. Okay, yeah. yes from Taylor. I think maybe no, and that's why it had to go to another court. Okay. Maybe, mm. Because they wanted justice, but like, you know, because it sounds like she had family, she had an aunt and stuff. Yeah. 
Well, how are these? You guys have got great instincts on this case. Uh, now. We're all just like, when is the ghost coming? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, really good instincts. Where's yeah. the ghost? Give us the ghost. ghost. It's actually great to tell us up top that there's a ghost because we're like, ghost, 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 ghost. <laughs> <laughs> it can come at any time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hammer, hammer. Go on, ghost. I'm slightly worried I've oversold the ghost. <laughs> can't oversell a ghost. Okay. Even if it just floats by in the background, it's great. All right, cool, cool, An cool. extra. Um, okay, so for the coroner's trial, Edmund was found guilty. Mm-hmm. Oh. He was found guilty of the willful murder of Jane Coulson. Mm. But then <laughs> Daddy gets involved. Yeah. And it all gets rushed through to the Central Criminal Court at the Old Bailey. And this is when mm. things get well. I'm gonna say, I was gonna say this is where things get weird, but one of my sources described it as a farce. Oh wow. Um so there's so, just so many doors in this courtroom and people keep coming in and out. Yeah. Okay. And then someone's trying to like get married and they don't want to find the other person and they're trying to hide dinner and <gasps> Okay. No, I love the sound of this. John Cleese is there for a second. <laughs> 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 yeah, it's very farcical. <laughs> um, so first, the judge ordered that Jane's last words in which she identified Pook were inadmissible as they were hearsay. Secondly, the judge chastised the police, saying that they were after a quick arrest and hounded Pook with no real evidence. But you've still got this hammer. You've still got the shopkeeper. You've still got the witness saying they saw someone matching his description. You've still got his clothes covered in blood. Mm-hmm. Um, really, it, really silly question. I th- I thought hearsay meant that you were repeating something that you've heard from somebody else. How is that hearsay? Yeah. Or do I have the definition of that No, that is, the de- that is the definition of hearsay, but he's kind of implying that it's like whispers, it's not verifiable. We it's, can't verify. Okay. But I mean, that's, I mean, I get the gist. That's that's the, say, of course. That he was friends with the dad, wasn't he? This, this oh, judge guy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 100%. I was yeah. about to, like, yes, you are... Detective Lyons. I watch Queen of the South, so <laughs> yeah, I've got a few ideas about who can be paid off. Hundred percent friends with the dad. This judge, family friend. He prints all his letterhead. Uh huh. Yeah. So judge unfair. Also, now this is where it's slightly more interesting. The story is everywhere. This okay. is an incredible story. In the, Victoria, the Victorian era, the combination of class, sex, and murder yeah. really caught the public's imagination. Yeah. Yeah. It's front news, front page, it's front news. It's front page news <laughs> yeah. all across London. And, of course, a conviction looked very lightly because how can there not be a conviction with all that uh, evidence? And now large crowds gathered outside wanting to see that justice would be done. Mm-hmm. So my question is, was Edmund found guilty with Daddy's friend, the judge? <laughs> Oh boy. Mm. I hope so. <laughs> yeah. But probably not. That <laughs> was my Taylor accent. I just sound stone. You give it? me so much vocal fry. I don't have that. Because <laughs> 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 all our meetings are like, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh. no. Okay, yeah, no. so I yeah, I don't think he's found guilty because I don't think his dad would risk taking him to. It was at the House of Lords or something. It was like or the oh Bailey. Like, yeah, would risk taking him somewhere that high, knowing how big this case would be yeah. as well. Right, yeah. right. Thinking he would lose, despite the fact yeah. that there's all that fucking evidence. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, no, yeah Although yeah, they yeah. do sound a bit stupid, so maybe the dad's a bit stupid as well. He's just they, they, I that the kind of stu- the the kind of entitlement that presents a stupidity. Yes, it's like we've been allowed to not have to be clever, so we would like to continue. Yeah, but the point, Gina, is that he he's a printer, right? So he's maybe something to do with the press. So could he influence the press? <gasps> Do you know what? I don't that 
that angle hasn't come out. Sounds in, like he's not um, doing a very good job. Yeah, yeah. He's, like, he's lost control of the press. <laughs> I think he I might think print more like Ryman's the street. Yeah, I think. Like, it, <laughs> I don't yeah, think he was a yeah. press guy. I think he was okay. printing other stuff. Okay, but <laughs> pooks, um, pooks, <laughs> pooks. <laughs> <laughs> what happens is so highbrow. I love how, how happy you were after you said it. Pooks, pooks. His face just lit up. So happy. I love a run. I love a good run. <laughs> okay, Edmund Pook now gets acquitted. Oh, okay. but for once there is some actual fallout, you guys. Because there's so much. Uh, yeah, such here. a big crowd. Mm-hmm. Um, there was public unrest at this verdict. Everyone was fucking angry. Uh, one source said the public were indignant with rage um, because it was just so obvious to mm. all the people that class was what got him off. Yeah. And yeah, he, and you're not safe in a world where, like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like it's one of us. It could be any I'm of us. Yeah. Back then, though, that conversation, I thought like it was just life, like the yes. class thing. You know what I mean? Like in the time, a turning point of. Yeah, I think I think for whatever reason, this one. I think obviously there are people going, "Oh, it's not fair! It's not fair!" And so this just somehow enabled everyone to really tap into that. Yeah. Because it's a, it's not just oh yeah, sometimes we get raped at work or like because yeah. that's so easy. Yeah. But like, but it's like you're rapists, but you can not. Models. Yeah, there's a line, guys. Yeah. We don't bludgeon everyone. I don't know. I don't think I phrased that very well. Mm. Um, but, like, yeah, literally this guy's get, gotten away with murder because he's rich. Right. Um, and it's Maybe just, that's where the sentence comes from. The saying. What, getting away with murder? Yeah. Mm. Such a big case. Rich enough to get away with murder. So now some people are accusing the judge of being, uh, saying that, you know, the judge and the accused father, father, <laughs> we're close. <laughs> Faja. Yes, Austin Powers. Faja. But is it evil? Um, they they were too close and they swayed the judgment very much one wolf one one wolf others so despite the acquittal the accusations wouldn't go away right. and somebody wrote a pamphlet identifying Pook as the killer and was like spreading it all around London oh, wow. like people were and you like, know what in order for them to do that they would have had to have used a printer wow. they probably went to a rival firm yeah and yeah. he got loads of money double punch. no no yeah. actually Ebenezer was the real victim here yeah, no, yeah. yeah. all those flyers <laughs> It could have been him. He didn't do any of them. Also, I love that back in the old timey days. It's like, justice, let's get a fucking pamphlet. I yeah. know. I'll show you. That's like a it. Twitter pylon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The original um, burn book. But people were like absolutely motivated. They were like, nah. Yeah. Good. Um, this is interesting. So, yeah. And we haven't even gotten with a ghost. <laughs> it's definitely, this is a Netflix drama, isn't it? I've, oh, so many of these cases. Kids, I bet. Like, Hello. <laughs> it's it's interesting what it taps into. I really, yeah. Um, now, uh, my question is: so this pamphlet is running around, ruining him all over town. Question: What did he do in response to the pamphlet? Good question. It just doesn't seem terribly bright. Yeah. <laughs> so I feel like he'd like cross it out and write like Simon instead. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not got out the tipex. <laughs> Was it though? <laughs> changed it from pook to pook. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Edmund from a different school. Did he do an interview himself? <laughs> like the the Prince Andrew one. It's like this yeah, is going to yeah. solve this, everything. Uh, you watch, but don't worry, Mum. I've got this. Don't worry. Pizza I have Express. I read a disorder that means I can't bleed. Pizza <laughs> Express. <laughs> yeah. This might end up costing about ten mil in a few months, but no worries. No worries. Wow. Interviews a great answer. What do you guys think? 
I'm sticking with crossing it out, changing the name. Oh yeah, Tipex. I think you know, it's not that bit in Friends. Is it when does has Phoebe done a porno at one point? Oh yeah. And then they go and they're like, we're gonna find the sister. It's her twin. Her sister has done Ursula. Ursula has done a porno and they find all of them and they get rid of them all. So maybe he finds all the pamphlets and is like, I'm gonna burn them all. Or he tries to do that. Um these are all fantastic guesses. What he actually does is he tries to Sue, oh, the pamphlet writer. Oh, oh my god, oh, very okay. Bridgerton, isn't it? This, yes. So he hired a Henry Pook who is apparently no relation to him. Oh. <laughs> Just to make things more fun and complicated. Too many pooks spoil the bra. Yeah, like, you, don't, you just don't hear that name so much. Anyway, now, um, he hired this guy to prosecute for slan- to s- slander. Slander? Ooh, slander, slander, yeah. slander. I mean, I say slander, so pick <laughs> whichever one you want. I'm, just, I'm so American. Slander. So I'm calling Chandler. <laughs> oh, I do actually Chandler. Yeah, Chandler. Yeah, yeah, and it's Chandler. Chandler Bing. Chan- Chandler. 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 We're not that posh, but we're British, right? Ch- Ch- yeah. Chandler. I say Chandler. Yeah. All right. I'm glad we've settled that. <laughs> Come back next week when we take on Will and Grace. <laughs> we cannot solve Scone and Scone. I say grass. <laughs> now, uh, what's interesting about this is that when that case goes to trial, he now has to answer all these questions that he didn't have to answer in the original okay, trial. Because it was Just a fake trial. Because it was a fake trial and everything was his. Oh, um, so, this is hilarious. So this his makes him lawsuit back. Yes, trial. it he really is that stupid. This guy is so it? stupid, and it makes him look even more guilty, right? Yeah, because he's had to reveal all this other stuff. Edmund, um, but. He he still wins the oh, case and he's awarded 50 pounds in damages, but everyone hates him so much that they rally round. They form a committee to raise money to pay the 50 pounds in damages for the pamphlet writer and they pay for a big fancy funeral for Jane Coulson. Her funeral ends up being this huge event. There's uh, like a massive procession from her house in Deptford and the cemetery, like the whole, it's like a royal thing. Like Mm. it's lined with thousands of people and the police have to come and do crowd control. And her body's moved by a horse-drawn carriage. And then people got arrested for protesting. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, people are throwing flowers. And the pallbearers were all women dressed in maids' uniforms. No way! This is a film! We should write yeah. it. It's like this <laughs> amazing moment of solidarity. Like, wow, that's incredible. Also, that I've never ever heard of this. Like, this no, is no. Yeah. wow. I keep using the phrase. It's really tapped into something, you guys. But it like Ooh. it had this effect, and like yeah, I don't know solidarity for what you know they knew that all the women were go- you know it's all mm. hush hush but everyone knows really that that's what all the women are going through. It's Maybe. always nice hearing a story where people gather together like this because it's yeah. it's really easy to just write off like as you say like this was just life so nobody fought against it. yeah, so, yeah. they did they really People tried, tried. <laughs> yeah they tried yeah yeah um so jane was laid to rest on a plot of land not far from the place where her mother and older sister were and this land was given by the local council and there's a big fancy statue too it's one of the poshest looking graves in the cemetery Ooh. and it was all like paid for by the people erecting this grave and statue in jane's memory wow. and one of my sources because this guy has written about it is um this guy john hancock and he is jane's cousin uh first cousin four times removed 
Oh, right. What so, does it mean when you remove... I don't get that. I think it because it's like four generations grandparent-wise, uh. and then he's... But it's like the aunt or whatever would be the first cousin, but then it's four times removed. So he was obviously researching his family tree, or he's a historian yeah, or something, yeah. and he's uncovered quite a lot of... I didn't use just him, but like I did use what he said. Mm. One last question. What happened to the Pook family? Well, the name's gone. <laughs> so I'm thinking, did they change their name? Excellent. Are you the rest of you? Maybe that's why there's so few books now. Because <laughs> it was so shameful. But also, yeah. did we? Did I miss the ghost? I knew, are they all fucking ghosts no, now? Where right. are the ghosts? Oh, the ghost is coming. You've got to oh, okay. answer, sorry, sorry, sorry. You gotta answer this question. Um, were they ruined, maybe? Were they ruined by this? Okay, ruined. Did they all die? Died, changed named, ruined. Taylor, any advance? Yeah, I think maybe they changed their names and moved somewhere okay. else, started a new business. You Dukes. guys... Uh, all Dukes. Uh, you guys Dukes are, books. You're on the money. Okay. Uh, this is the most satisfying part of a horrible case. The accusations wouldn't go away, so they were forced to change their names and move away. <gasps> Good. So they basically went into witness protection, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, now, one last thing. I promised you a ghost. Because she never officially got justice, because obviously he was not guilty and had just fled and changed yeah. his name. Um, but they obviously they did the wonderful funeral. And but got she, a settlement. Yeah, yeah. And got 50 quid that everyone rallied around to pay. But because she never got official justice, it is said that Jane Maria Coulson's ghost haunts the quiet street where she was killed oh and some Londoners God. refuse to walk down there after dark. <gasps> is it women? It well, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. nothing All has women. changed. Yeah. 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 Um, I feel sad that she's a ghost. Because that is you know, what happens with people from 1871, though. They all do say ghosts, <laughs> don't they? But yeah, I just think, you go into all that, and then you're like, oh, can I go to heaven I'm now? I'm stuck on my road. <laughs> yeah. No, seriously. Why am I haunting This was really traumatic. I don't want to stay here. You have the yeah. worst road ever. Yeah. yeah. I never liked this road. Yeah. <laughs> wow, that's interesting. Is the, um, I guess the grove is still there? In... Yes, we can go and visit it. Like, wow. or, I mean, at you, one could go and visit it. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, let's go now. Yeah. Yeah. Road trip. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to make it into a film. <laughs> Drunk women solving crime. Well, we have a listener crime. Would okay. you guys like to solve it? Oh, I mean, we're in... <laughs> oh, mate, so ready. We're in good form. <laughs> okay. Dear drunk women, when I lived in a student house, I had a French housemate and a couple living in a double room. The French housemate was into the same music as me and we both loved the music from a mini disc player advert. It was meant to be the next big thing. I owned a portable player and after seeing the advert, he asked me where I got it and how much they were. I also had a collection of DVDs, which the couple downstairs would regularly ask to borrow. I spent most of the time at my girlfriend's house. When it came to the end of our tenancy and we went separate ways, I discovered that my portable mini disc player was missing along with some of my DVDs. Do you think my housemates stole them? Did they team up? What do you think happened to my stuff? From this Russell. is a really old thing, isn't it? Well, this is, yeah, I mean, I what guess. are we... We're He's holding on to a grudge of this person. Is. They're we, like, my mini-disc. <laughs> 20 years ago. <laughs> we usually don't blame the victim. In <laughs> <laughs> we give we it five sorry. minutes and then we blame <laughs> the victim or <laughs> the mother. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I mean, this is Russell, right? We got it's Russell? Russell, yeah. Russell, Russell. I'm going to say, this This does read, it's it's a little bit of a humble brag, this whole thing. Yeah. It's like, I had a mini-disc player. I had yeah. loads of DVDs. Had a girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> 
yeah. and Russell, I respect it and good for you. Yeah. And yeah. Um, But get over it. They don't even exist anymore. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Russell. No, I definitely think they stole it. Yeah, though. I do too. Yeah, it doesn't I feel do. like It would have accidentally on purpose, like it would have gone, oh, it's fell into my box. Yeah. We've all done it, haven't we? Someone, <laughs> someone just put it in their bag and they didn't notice. <laughs> yeah. He's like, take um, this mini disc to a submarine. Mini disc? Do you remember these? Are, hang on a minute. I mean, I, I can, what I mini can discs really are. picture it. Mini discs are the things that came out that nobody got on board with, they aren't didn't they? Take yeah, off. they really didn't take They were off. like, see, they were like record players, like records, yeah, mm. CDs, yeah, mini discs. We'll skip that and just go straight to Spotify. It's I like remember it, but it happened well. really quickly because I feel like my brother's birthday is in November and I feel like he got a mini disc player because I remember him having one. And then my birthday is in July. So like what seven or eight months later I got um, the very first iPod Yeah, and oh, I think wow. it might have even been as wow. quickly as that that mini yes. discs were out and then they were like iPods and you're like this is so much better that was yes. the day they died that was it yeah. 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 six months in and out bye bye, bye this American mini disc I didn't think that <laughs> I didn't think that you to sing songs sure yeah that I mean, clearance issue I think because um, we're, it's less don't than, put that in her head. It's less than nine seconds. But Isn't that yeah. It's my own version. But it's yeah. so close to the original because you're such a beautiful voice. Yeah. <laughs> bye, Sweet. bye, Miss American Mini Disc. <laughs> I love yes. it. We're going to murder all the song-based jokes, but... Yeah. We're <laughs> but stick about that one. It's fine. But yeah, I think the flatmate did. Yeah, I had, like, when I was at uni, I had, one, like, the richest person I knew at uni mm. had a mini disc player was it my brother (laughs) (laughs) and they were like really you know for like a short amount of time everyone's like wow you're in the future this is amazing i went to a stage school and i remember they um there was a big unveiling of this mini player (laughs) and they put all the like hours and hours of this like you know tap recital music onto mini discs and then obviously about six months later they just got stuck with all these no one was else yeah it was a big it was a i remember thinking at the time Stupid. <laughs> it's so mad, is it? It's like Betamax and VHS. Yeah. It's like, who can outrun the other one? Uh-oh, iPods can. Yeah, we're an inch smaller. Oh, well done. <laughs> I mean, that, that was it, wasn't it, really? I loved my iPod. Mm. iPods were great. It just seemed amazing. Like, yeah. it was mm. so advanced. Well, like, I also, I remember being on a family holiday in the 90s when I was a teenager, and my, like, my little handbag, you know, rucksack, was so heavy because it had my Walkman and all my tapes. Yeah. Oh. And I just had to keep listening to music because my parents were so annoying because I was a teenager. <laughs> so I was like, I've got placebo, I've got Oasis, I've got all my tapes. Yeah, I, I used to, to um, record off the radio and then you'd yeah. have every, at the start of everything, you'd have Graham Torrington's Lit Not Love. <laughs> just at the end, and then you'd press record. <laughs> and the sound of the... Yeah. 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 Shut up, Graham. Totally. God, I remember waiting for a specific song. I'm like, come on. I know, and like like the charts on a on a Sunday. (laughs) And I once, do you remember when Cher did that charity song? Uh, We can build a bridge between your heart and mine. I've not done it. Just it was like for some. We're gonna get sued for that, Katie. That was so spot on. First of all, (laughs) it was like the mid nineties. So you guys are all too young. I'm thirty seven. You're hilarious. You are too. Oh well, I think yeah because. 
It's like that four years. You would have probably. I you just said you would surprised have... at your own age. Am I? Wow. I think yeah. you would have been at primary school still. So I was about 13, 14, and Cher released this. Sorry, it wasn't just Cher. It was Chrissy Hyde and That's Cher. right. Oh my Thank God. You. I love this. Amanda has never interrupted before, but this was it. Yes, she right. will. Worth it. Worth it. So I knew you talked about walks. friends. Okay. I'm like, here comes Amanda okay. in three, two, one. Okay. So it was Nina Cherry. Uh, Cher and who was the other one? Chrissy Hines. Chrissy Hines, right? Oh, okay. And they did this <laughs> triet, duet triet, uh, where they did this song. It was all for charity. Which charity was it for, Amanda? Oh, I think it was Comic Relief. No, it was, that's not funny. Though, it? it was, the a, world, it was like it was a big national televised one, right? So it was running all the time. And I recorded it off the, because it was a really popular oh. song. I recorded it off the thing and I went into school and I was like, yeah, like you can listen to my tape on my walk when I recorded the popular song. And everyone's like, you're such a bastard. You should have paid money for that. That's, <laughs> oh, no. that's wow. for charity. And then like, I was an asshole. How attitudes <laughs> have changed, eh? Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah, I think my friends were mean and didn't like me. secret message of that story. Like, God, I used I to run it. with a disc man. Like, can we just picture that for a second? And that's not running with a weight. So much, it really. was like, and I had to keep it flat and not look like yes. an asshole. So it's like holding it like a plate. I, used I to don't run think you, wow. you would have not looked like an asshole. That's amazing. amazing. I mean, as a rule. If you're running with a, it's like running with a plate of food. Yeah, exactly. it really yeah. is. Like a plate of soup. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. A really shallow plate of soup. Because they bring out like the kind of anti-shock thing. Kind of Mine said anti-shock. And it's like, no, if, like, if the work. shock is kind of that prices have gone up at the petrol hey, station, hey, but, like, hey, if you yeah. move slightly, then it's like... It still doesn't work. No. I just remember I had my disc man stolen. Wow, this has brought back a whole oh, rush of wow. memories. It's back when I used to run and go to the gyms. I blocked it all. <laughs> I was so upset, mostly about the CD that was in it, though. Oh, it what wasn't, was in it? I can't even remember. That's oh. what's hilarious. I remember Amanda will know. Amanda, <laughs> Amanda, what did I used to work out to at the gym? <laughs> Do you know what? I think it was Fat Boy Slim. Wow. Yeah. Anyway. Wow. Bye, Nobody. God. This so listen, Russell, we've all been there. Oh, yeah. I remember um, when my house got... Well, I, I lived in a, a quite a bush area in Northampton, and I, our, our, it was a bungalow. It was a one-bedroom bungalow, and I lived in the conservatory. Uh, fun times. <laughs> great, <laughs> it was a great childhood, everybody. <laughs> really, really hot in the summer. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. I was basically cold half the year. Oh, no. sweat in the rest of it. Yeah. Um, and it, we used to get burgled a lot, so we were on the edge of this big estate mm. that just used to... And they used to uh, obviously burgle the old people. We were in the little old bungalow. Yeah. And they stole all my. Fa- you remember we used to make fake CDs and like print them off at the printer. Put in. We used to oh, like proper wow. like make the fake. They nicked all my fake ones like M and M and stuff. Wow. And then kept my entire collection of Drifters. Like, left it. Which were, the, which were the real CDs. So I was yeah. like, ah. And I was like a detective then. I was like, ah, so you're a teen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, you can profile them yeah, by what they took. Exactly, yeah. yeah you yeah. left the Drifters. <laughs> You've got awful taste. <laughs> Um, well, I, I think that intel actually does help us solve Russell's crime. Who had means, motive, and opportunity? The flatmates. I'm afraid so to say it's the flatmates. Who else was it? Yeah, you haven't given us any other suspects. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Unless it's you and it's an insurance job, Russell. Or his girlfriend. Ooh. Found out he was cheating, nicked all his stuff. Sold right. it on eBay. You always love the mini disc more than me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so who used to call me mini disc? I don't want to break up your girlfriend that you're so proud of, Russell, but <laughs> is it that? Um, God, <laughs> half a drink of anything. And yeah, I, we're a little bit I aggressive. Take, I take it back, Russell. Yeah, Look, we just um, had a grisly murder against yeah. a woman. We're upset. Russell. I think it was all Russell. 
I'm All not right. a fan of Russell. Russell. <laughs> Thank you for sharing your crime with us. I hope that helped. Um, we have enough time. Gina Lyons, what are you up to? What do you oh. want to plug? What oh, can you no, tell us about? To plug. No, I'm just here. I'm just happy to be out. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've got two young children, a two and a three-year-old, and I'm drinking Prosecco in the day. So this yes. is like the best day ever. This is a good day. This is basically a, another hen party. Yay. Oh, you've got a series of readers will be out in May, June, May time. Oh, That's very great. good. And Hannah's fiance. Am I allowed to say this? I don't actually? know. We got the scoop. We got the scoop. Sorry, FX and Sky, but Toby Williams joins the cast <gasps> as a pharmacist. Oh, very funny. Yay. I asked him to keep the little white jacket, but they wouldn't let me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we were just, really over budget, drugs, baby. so we took all that back. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but where can people find you online if they want you to smuggle their drugs? Uh, yes, if you want me to buy your hotel in Sri Lanka or any Asi- Asian country. Gina Lyons TV is, I think, the thing. All right. But you don't, you know, don't need to. I'm just happy to be here. <laughs> it's been lovely. Oh, it's been so I'm a bit pissed as well now. Oh, Gina, thank you. Thank you so much, Gina Lyons. Drunk Women Solving Crime is produced by Amanda Redman. Music by The Lion and the Wolf. If you would like to, you can follow us on Drunk Women Pod on Twitter. On Facebook and Insta, we are Drunk Women Solving Crime. And please review us on Apple Podcasts. And also, if you have a crime that you would like us to solve, write it on a review on Apple Podcasts as well. Thank you to ACAS and thank you for listening. Bye! Hi, this is Paige from Giggly Squad, and I want to talk to you about Splash Refresher and my water intake. Okay, so you guys obviously know that I'm a hydrated girly, but sometimes when you drink that much water, it starts to just taste bland, and you're just like, I need something to spice it up. That's why I love Splash Refresher. It has zero sugar, zero calories, and it's a splash of sweetness, and they come in five different flavors. They're so good wild berry acai grape pineapple mango lemon and mandarin orange my favorite is the wild berry because i just i just love a berry so if you're like me and you're drinking water all day then try splash refresher it's going to absolutely change your water game and it's good for you